Parental discretion is advised. What's up, guys? This week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, we discover that we are total divas. We get into a little wrestling poetry. We also discover that we are all Paul Heyman guys, and we discuss SummerSlam. Are there too many dicks on the dance floor? Stick around. This edition of Wrestling Mayhem Show is brought to you by... Fleshlights. Head on over to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Look for that banner and click on it. You'll know which one. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show 382. We are ready to get Mayheming up in here. Let's get right into it with us. Uh, we had a little bit of a technical problem, so everybody's going to come funneled through one pipe here on the Mayhem Show uh, via Google Hangout. Hence, hence the awesome titles we're going to have tonight that are not really working out too well. Uh, <laughs> Pavel Lunchbox joins us from uh, the, uh, the, de- the depths of Pittsburgh. How you doing, sir? I'm excellent. That's exactly right. There was three rivers where they intersect, and I am deep underwater and underground. Mm, maybe, maybe the fourth river, if you will. Yes. My penis is the fourth river. Oh, okay. Uh, and also with us from Corpus Christi, Texas, is Eamon, the former, the the, the fan formerly, nor, uh, formerly known as Russell. Uh, how you doing? Is that T-A-F-K-A-W-F? Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. I read the, I would read old results about the artist formerly known as Prince I Can. I wouldn't understand, like, why they... I thought his name was like I thought his name was Tafkapi for whatever, and the NWCF you hired a wrestler named Tafkapi because I was a fucking moron. And it's wrestling game show time, guys. Wow. I don't okay. Know what that tangent was about. Okay. Also with us from the Bronx, New York. Ah! Oh, the buzzards. This is me, Luke Harper. It, it's it's Mad Mike. Hey, it's Mad Mike in the dark. Apparently, there's never power outage uh, in New York City. Rolling blackouts and such. Uh, but anyways, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Guys, uh, we're at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Email us at GoodTimes. GoodTimes. GoodTimes at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, drop us a line, 412-206-WMS0. That's 9670. We love the hotline. We love to hear your voice. Drop that there. Also, if you want to do any video uh, mails or anything like that, we are able to do that kind of stuff. So please email that to the address as well. Also, drop us a line on Twitter. Oh, wait. I forgot to put the thing up. What show is this? It's the Mayhem Show, at Mayhem Show on Twitter. Uh, we're also on Google+, Facebook. There's a lot of conversation going on, but none as much. Well, there's the Twitter is is has a lot going on during the wrestling, or the Raws and the Impacts and the other verbs used and as wrestling divas. shows. Uh, and But the, the Facebook group is the place to be for sure. Uh, and, 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 of course, look us up on iTunes, Blip TV, YouTube, 
um, video and audio versions of the show, Stitcher. Uh, subscribe to us, leave a comment, share it with your friends, please. And join us here, uh, if you'd like, every Tuesday night live at live.sorgatronmedia.com around about 9 p.m. Eastern or so. Or check out the rest of our shows throughout the night. So let's get right into it, right into the emails. Guys, uh, we had one uh, a, a new one here. Uh, we cut it down. He, he had a lot to say uh, for and against the show. Uh, uh, you know, I didn't paste in the name. Does anybody have that handy? I'm sorry. Uh, let's take a look. Somebody I can find this somewhere. Somebody give me the name there. Uh, but no, but oh, maybe, it's from. It was from. Uh, I believe this is the one. Uh, yeah, it was from when Dustin Hull. Hello, Dustin H. Um, Hi, Dustin. But no, first, first of all, he he's a he's a listener for, uh, from episode two seventy. Left for a while, came back. I think when Chachi left, he said, "Big fan with Bodiggity, of course." Uh, and he has a little bit to say here. Um, <laughs> he says, "Now that I got uh, I, I have got the suitable ass padding out of the way, uh, let me get to the point of my message. You guys suck, huh?" <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I don't know how he knows that much about his personal life. Well, there's that. They know our secret. Yeah, uh, seriously, I am a fan of TNA. We found one. Seriously, we serious, found guys. one. I'm a fan of TNA. No, I'm seriously, yeah. I want somebody that's like a legit fan of TNA and not Hold like on. an overthinking wrestling fan like we are on this show. Uh, seriously, um, sword, sword. How did a fucking unicorn email us? I know, right? Um, no, seriously, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I am a fan of TNA due to the fact that I enjoy their matches and roster. I'm hey, I'm with you on the roster, man. Sorry, I, I, I want to give this guy a fair shot. Let, get, let me finish the email. Uh, yet the majority of things you comment about the promotion tend to ring quite true. Sometimes the show is better viewed while on mute, but I must say the past few weeks have been a bit, bear, bit more bearable without Taz on commentary. Uh, mind you, I haven't seen the 808 episode. Episode, uh, which thankfully wasn't built like another 10 10 10 episode. It's perhaps the type of fan I am. Uh, I, I might read that wrong. Uh, is more focused on the in ring action and not the quote entertainment aspect of wrestling. So much so that I can watch New Japan Pro Wrestling pay per views in full without understanding a single word that isn't spoken by Prince Devitt, Carl Anderson, or Alex Shelley. Why, this is my kind of guy. Why am I? This is your new best friend, man. Uh, hey, why am I telling you this? Who the fuck cares? You asked in my ear hole to send you an email, and I'm a fucking sheep. Is it man, Mike? So, so I'm doing such. Now you put away the mask, of course. Um, <laughs> that mixed with the delirium that kicks in at 4:30 a.m. after two sleepless nights results in a state of mind that will have you saying yes to Kurt being your designated driver. <laughs> All right, excellent. Uh, he did have a couple questions. First, the first one, I think he had the SummerSlam question he has on here, uh, we pretty much addressed last week. Uh, but he does go on to ask, which would you fix first about TNA? Get rid of the Hogan slash Bischoffs, get rid of the MMA guys, or get rid of Dixie? Personally, I think Dixie's the problem. I, Dixie's the decision maker, as far as I can tell, not really knowing the full back business side of things. But, I mean, the buck stops at her. And if she's not, and if she's spending the bucks in the wrong places, it goes back to her. Um, right. I'm sorry. I, I, how, I, many, I how many, how many, how many owners did 
WCW go through year after year between uh, the Bischoffs and the Russos and 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 the head bookers and everything year after year. Uh, you know, it, it it seems like that's the only thing missing from this puzzle. We get a reset without actually resetting who's in charge. I mean, yes, bookers and and, and writers and stuff are 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 turned over, uh, but still, it, it's it's the I think it's the top down approach here, guys. Um, if you had somebody I, I else in, no, go go. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead there. I, know, I, I agree with you for the most part. I don't think cutting the MMA guys are going to do anything for them in a the long term. No. Yeah, it's dumb that they have them there, but you know, it's that's their choice, and they're not killing that company. Well, I don't um, think I that's do, entirely their decision either. I think Spike has a lot to do with that. Possibly true. Um, I, think I think that I think that if they cut off Hogan and Bischoff, I do think it does aid because I think. Someone mentioned a couple weeks ago about how they're the ones that are sort of giving Dixie all this, oh, well, this is what you do as a pro wrestling uh, owner. Yeah. Like, this is the stuff that you do. Yeah. So I think that does play into it a bit, but I do agree with Sword for the most part that Dixie Carter is the head that needs to be uh, chopped off. I, I, I agree as well. I think um, – but the thing is I think if Dixie goes, then the rest of them go on down the line. If you lose Dixie and you bring in somebody else who's more knowledgeable, then it's likely that Hogan and Bischoff are going to go. Like you said, that MMA guys, that's more of a Spike TV thing. They'll be integrated differently though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I agree. Cut, cut the cut – the, the, what's the saying? Cut the snake off at the head. Cut it off. <laughs> yeah. Cut yeah. the – if you cut, cut the roots of a tree – um, what? Then the trees, oh, the trees a whore. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't believe you guys are sh- are selling throwing Dixie under the bus like that. Yeah. Well, this, no, no. This is business, I man. I think it's Hogan. Yeah. I think it's really? Hogan. I think it, honestly, it's Hulk Hogan because they pay him so much money, so much money that they feel they have to use him and Brooke in every angle in every possible major storyline in order to justify the cost, the money that they spend on him. Mm-hmm. If they weren't paying Hulk Hogan that money, they would be able to actually pay their talent and their talent would be more motivated. And that That's would produce a- better matches and better go. work rate and better everything. And they wouldn't have to get rid of after their knockout division. They could actually have a fucking X division again. Like, I see. I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're saying. I don't think Hogan's specifically though the one. He's obviously going to get a great deal of money, but you still. I still think Angle is getting a significant amount, especially from the way they're handling his whole drunk driving bullshit. Like he's got a lot of play in that company. Like, and th- there are a lot of top. You know, a Hardy, for example. Like, there's a lot of top, and a Sting. There are a lot of top guys there besides Hogan that I think are getting oh, that money okay, that but really could be going somewhere else. Apart from the drug and alcohol issues, Angle, Sting, and Hardy are worth it. Really? They're worth it. They have I, ma- they have quality matches, not all the time. But who in wrestling does have quality matches all the time besides like a Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan? I said yeah. besides like a Daniel Bryan. But <laughs> like I mean the Sting Sting has been Sting you cannot get rid of Sting. Sting if is the reason that TNA got on the map in the first place. Okay. Because Sting is still he still has the stigma of being the only guy to never work for Vince. Hogan, like to everyone involved. Everyone knows Hogan is just there for a paycheck. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And the Texas Anarchy chimes in the chime room. They are the ones paying for Hogan, not Hogan paying Hogan. Still Dixie's fault. I feel like if they replaced Dixie and they replaced her with somebody that wasn't going to pay Hogan those big bucks, Hogan would take his ball and go home. They need somebody with excess of money but not as impressionable. Yeah. That's my thing. Um, all right. Let's move on to the next email. A, a returning emailer, by the way, guys. Who wants to take this There one? is another question there, Sork. Oh, I'm sorry. There is another question. I am so sorry. Uh, yes, this is probably the more important Let's get of the to the two. serious question. This is the more important of the two questions. Uh, he says, uh, which would be worse, Rikishi giving you a stink face with a ruptured hemorrhoid or X-Pac giving you a Bronco Buster in a hospital gown after tearing his anus? See, see that's the key. And... I, I was going. I was going to say. I was going to say Rikishi solely for the fact that um, not reading this close enough that X Pac would at least have the singlet on, so yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be as bad. But if it's the hospital gown, it's a little bit more. You know, I, I'm leaning more fifty fifty, but I still got to go with Rikishi. Wait, you're, you guys are saying Rikishi would be worse? I than, think so. Than getting teabagged by the guy who has a smaller cock than China. Hey, at least you know. Size you has nothing to do with. At least you know you wouldn't put your eye out. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I, I, I think X Pac is worse. That, that's just me. Hmm. There's a good shot that X Pac is always worse in any question. My God, uh, no, because a ruptured hemorrhoid. There is. I mean, Rikishi has a wide ass. There is at least a 38 percent chance that you avoid that hemorrhoid completely. I also have to take into account, I probably don't know what a hemorrhoid is. There's the email, please. <laughs> I'm glad that you were released on this. Um, leg kick in the chat room provides a, uh, a valid opinion that you can probably contract something from Xbox during the Bronco Bus. That's true. That's true. Blech. Blech. Can I read the next one? Please. Oh, God. <laughs> Get that taste, that email taste out of your mouth, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to question. the WMS Nation. It's been a long while since I last had an email from you guys, but I had to catch up on Raw in a long time. When I first heard about Bray Wyatt last night, I was thinking about what would happen if Mike Knox and Haystacks Calhoun blended together. Then add in his family duck dynasty. Wish they hadn't gusted... Gusted? Gusted on in. And... Add in a lantern and to lead the way to into the ring, and you got one of the weirdest intros in the history of the entire promotion itself. If Waylon Mercy had returned to be his manager, it would have been a whole different story. By the way, I like their theme song, too. What about RVD taking on Ambrose? I'm guessing he may be the new U.S. champ at SummerSlam, despite the fact that he's almost in or somewhat in his 40s, if you can relate to that. See you guys later. Pierre Kelly, a.k.a. Mr. Techwood Drive. Oh, Pierre Kelly! Oh, that's right. We did. He was. He is France. Oh, you gotta love our imposed uh, nationalities on emails. Um, we we so. force ourselves on you. Yes. But yeah. Yes. Uh, we have a lady email. I'll take this one. Oh, yeah. The, 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 well, there was a question. Yeah, there was a question. Oh, I saw a question mark. I forgot there was a question. So what do, you, what do you think of this? Uh, I believe he was asking about uh, the, what about RVD taking on Ambrose. I think it was going to be a tremendous match. I said uh, this I, is the most ex- this is the most excited I've been about RVD. Since dude, seriously, back. I think RVD's delivered since he's come back. There's a couple matches. I'm sorry, he got kicked in the face and got knocked out by that one time. I'm not saying he hasn't delivered. Yeah, I'm just saying doesn't trust really anybody intrigued. over forty. 
What, what was uh, that? Yeah, it just hasn't been intriguing. I said wrestle fans like an old hippie. He doesn't trust anybody over 40. Oh, I'm a little disappointed it's on the pre-show. It's on the That's pre-show? The I have. Yeah. What? I don't yeah, understand why they're All right, now I'm all happy about it. <laughs> to be That's honest. Pretty gross. But you know what? You know what did make the main show? Uh, the Total Divas match. Uh, yeah, hey man, Total pre- Divas is fucking killing it in the ratings. It, it is. It I is. Know, no matter what you think bumping, about it, everybody is watching but it. But you're bumping the United States Championship match with Rob Van Dam uh, in it. Fucking killing it I don't in think the they're ratings. Bumping it. I don't think they're bumping it. I think they're trying to push the pre-show. I think it's a good push I, for the pre-show. I want to watch the pre-show, that, that's for sure. Well, the yeah, pre-show is an hour long. And it's not like it's not and it's not like they haven't had a killer match in the pre-show. Look at Money in the Bank with the Uso tag match. Right. Yeah. I'm glad I'm getting it for free, you know, on you know, YouTube, but yeah. it's just a weird choice. Well, no, I mean they've been doing a lot of secondary title matches on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. It was and it's also very weird that they the main event of Raw was something that was meant that was used to build to a pre-show match on the pay-per-view. That part was kind of weird. What? Well, the main the event, the, the main ma- event match, the main event match on Raw was oh. used to build to the pre-show. But it was also used to establish that there's probably going to be a tag title match. Hmm. Probably the world's strongest dad. Oh, and that could be something, if they don't set it up on SmackDown, that's something they could set up if, in the pre-show, if, as if they, they like to do, to spring those together. Yeah, because especially since Dean Ambrose is involved, you could have the rest of the Shield come out, have mm. Mark Henry and Big Show come out at the end of the match, say, all right, fine, you screwed RVD out of the U.S. title. We want your asses right now for the start for the tag team titles. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and that's how you open the pay-per-view. I like it. And then, and then, uh, then that's exactly what they're doing because they want you to start the pay-per-view. And you're like, oh, crap, I missed something. And that gets you, you into guys, that free show. Remember, remember Sunday Night Heat? That's what they did all the time. <laughs> exactly. All the time. Exactly. Steve He's Austin right. versus right. Midian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, awesome. So, uh, wait, hey, Leg Kick TKO has an email. She does. And yes. I, uh, hopefully we'll be uh, eloquent enough to take that over. Uh, hello, the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Once again, Total Divas was the best thing on television. Sup, blank face, too old for this shit, Sarah Del Rey. <laughs> know this, the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You are all grown-ass women capable of accomplishing anything. Yeah, that was amazing. If you don't yeah. watch Total Divas, Daniel Bryan called Brie Bella a grown-ass woman, and it was amazing. Bitch, I'm moving to Phoenix! Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Speaking of the Divas, that mixed tag match... Wow. I don't know if it could be have any weirder of a finish short of Kali hitting a shoot Hurricane Rana on AJ Lee. <laughs> for, my discussion, for my discussion question, I would like to know who you want to see replace Kurt Angle in the main event Mafia versus Ace and Eight's five-on-five match since he'll be in a rehab. My pick is Doc, scorned by the club that had finally given him purpose in life, only to turn his back on him in an hour of need by not voting him into the vice president's position. He is now seeking his revenge. Hmm. Uh, I would yeah. go with. Uh, I don't even know who's in this match. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, no, yeah, it's, no it's, neither it's, do they. No, it's they. main event mafia with Sting, um, Samoa Joe, Magnus, and Rampage, and Mystery Man versus Aces and Eights. So suicide. Um, yeah, suicide. Manic would actually make the most sense. How but, about uh, Terry Funk? 
Not the wrestler. Not the wrestler. Just Harry someone's going to shoot themselves in the head in the middle of the ring. <laughs> D'Lo Brown. Yeah, I would be. I would be happy if it was D'Lo Brown. Honestly, <laughs> I love D'Lo Brown so much. Oh no, actually, um, Joseph Park. That works. Yeah, there you go. Uh, finally, I must address the situation contained within the Wrestling Mayhem show itself. Poetry. I'm quite a fan, and I feel that, sadly, the poems being submitted to the show are lacking in style. Therefore, I have taken it upon myself to elevate the level posy found on this show. Should any of the Wrestling Mayhem show hosts name the type of poem I have written, I will buy that person a pizza, hopefully to be delivered on air. Are you taking this one? High stakes. I think I can do this. Are you sure? Oh Are you oh sure? <clears throat> I'm prepared if you're not. <clears throat> I got this. I got. All right. Tag me. If, tag English, me. Hey, English, tag me if you go, go off the oh, rails, okay? Sword, do we okay. have classy music? Uh, oh, I don't know. Hold on. Do, do, intern Mike, do you know how to play the violin? Quick. <laughs> I know somebody <laughs> that plays the accordion. Let me call him. Okay, here we Hold go. Hold on. Okay, Google. Are we, are we waiting for music? Classy music video. <laughs> Here's a matching video. That's a good song. Oh, let's see what it does. Madness, classy video, shoot at Will Films. Let's see what this gets. Let's see if it gets us sued. It's going to be porn music. I'm excited. I have no idea what this is going to be. This is the, oh, this is the excitement of live podcast recording. There you go. No, that's yes. perfect. That is perfect. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Go ahead. My main man, that dude there, Daniel Bryan, is the best. No matter who he wrestles, he always gets the loudest cheer. When it comes to wrestlers, it's Steve Bry and then the rest. To quote Jeremy Piven, we're getting a new champ at Summerfest. When he raises that WWE belt, we'll all shed a tear. My main man... That dude there, Daniel Bryan, is the best. After his beating, Cena will have to drop Colgate and brush with Crest. Daniel's the real best in the world. Nobody is even near. When it comes to wrestlers, it's Steve Bry and then the rest. Is your answer to reading poetry just reading slowly? Yeah, that's kind of how it works. <laughs> I, you I don't have think, no soul. I don't fan. think that's... Can I take over? You're in college. You're going to college. Where are we at? Where are we at? Daniel Go Bryan is the best. Let's let's trade off. You, I'll do the next one. All right, you do the next one after this. After his beating, Cena will have to drop Colgate and brush with Crest. Daniel's the rest, best in the world. Nobody is even near. When it comes to the wrestlers, it's Debry and then the rest. Too bad Vince cares about size. Bryan would be champ eternal if he looked like Test. He should never shave. Let opponents know it's the beard they should fear. My main man, that dude there, Daniel Bryan, is the best. LB? Bryan's so great, he could lead the four horsemen or take over Raven's Nest. He gets more love than Stone Cold, so grab some water and put down your beer. Move your cursor, sword. <laughs> when it comes to wrestlers, it's Debry. And then the rest. He'll beat everyone in the world, from north to south to east to west. If someone asks who my favorite, ooh, oh, I ruined it. If someone oh. asks who is my favorite wrestler, 
the choice is clear. My main man, that dude there, Daniel Bryan, is the best. When it comes to wrestlers, it's Debry, and then the rest. We just class this bitch so up. You know what kind of poem that is. You may win a free pizza. <laughs> uh, I'd like to take a guess. Uh, I'm not completely sure, but I think it's iambic pentameter. I want to say it's the best, then the rest. Wait, what? That's the name. <laughs> she said fucking, fucking nope. Fucking nope. Why would Finish you call it. your poem fucking nope? <laughs> not the title. The, the not style the title of, the of poetry. Poem. Oh, the style. Oh, Jesus. I misunderstood the question. <laughs> fucking nope. Ever. Finish off the email, sir. Oh, there's more of the email. I forgot. I forgot oh, that's my about. God. With that, I must end this missive and bid adieu. Your boon companion, leg kick TKO. P.S. Shouldn't Rob Van Dam be the guy with a move called the zigzag? There you go. Zigzag is a brand of uh, uh, marijuana, I believe. Thank, no, 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 uh, no, no. It's the papers. No, no, no. It's the stop, papers. Stop. No, just let him, <laughs> no, no. Just let him believe it. Just oh, safer this way. Zigzag How are you a, a year brand? in college and you don't know guys, this? Guys. A brand of marijuana. <laughs> guys, I worked in a convenience store for like three years. Don't I thought we were just selling marijuana. Wait, I say, don't you sell zigzags? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Things are so ass backward in Texas. Okay, guys. Hey, hey. Okay, we're having fun here. We're communicating, but we want to communicate back to you guys here. I, I just want to touch base. Uh, uh, we've had a newsletter for a while, a mailing list here, uh, so you guys can see everything that's going on uh, with Sorgatron Me here, with the Wrestling Mayhem Show, with Insert Coin to Begin, uh, and 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 all the wrestling DVD releases we have. We're trying to get you guys to sign up uh, uh, so you can know everything that's going on, so you don't miss a minute of it. And we're bright you because uh any new subscribers you are uh within the next couple weeks uh uh uh, expiration date to be determined we're going to do a drawing uh we'll announce it on all the social medias and through that mailing list you just signed up for uh and you will get a brand new sealed uh wwe greatest stars of the 90s right there is this three discs what? it's got stone cold undertaker uh the rock hitman uh as well as sting triple h hulk hogan and flair what stars of the 90s okay whatever it's, um, no it's, it's a really good dvd i don't know see there you go uh so uh go check it out uh sign up if you're on uh the live.sorgatronmedia.com you got a link right there guys right at the top just click on that and i'll sign up uh or if you just go to sorgatronmedia.com there's a sorgatron media in your inbox button on the right so just click that sign up and check it out uh and with that uh, i want to go to lb with a word from uh our affiliate here yes uh i want to talk to the guys in the audience i know there's a lot of you and uh uh, i want to have a little conversation just uh lunchbox to man um you got to take care of yourself. Everybody knows this. You know what I mean? It's it's something that we're going to do. We're going to do it as guys. So you might as well do it right. What I want you to do is I want you to head on over to wrestlingmayhemshow.com and click on the best looking banner on the website for Fleshlight. 
head on over to, to the Fleshlight website and then click on Fleshlight Girls. Guys, all your dreams are about to come to come true. Uh, Fleshlight has a very, uh, very rare opportunity for you. Currently, they're having a site-wide sale, 15% off. That's right, folks, 15% off. off. And under the Fleshlight Girls heading is specially made Fleshlights based off of the lady parts of your favorite porn star. That's right, guys. Your favorite porn star is on there, and you can pick any, each and every one you want. You can have Stoya, Jenna Hayes, Lisa Ann, B.B. Jones, Laura Black, Jesse Jane, Tegan Presley, Alexis Texas. That's right, one for WrestleFan, Alexis Texas, Riley mm-hmm. Steele, the classic Tara Patrick, and many, many more. Buy one. Buy a few. Go ahead and do it. Just tell them that the Wrestling Mayhem Show sent you. Fleshlight. Go and fuck a porn star. There you go. And with that, that's the perfect lead-in to go to our friend, uh, WrestleFan, with the Indie Minute. Yeah, Lexus, Texas. Because you're from Texas, you see. Can you drive yeah, there, that, too? I wonder if Alexis, Texas likes indie wrestling, because that's what we're about to talk about. Um... So first thing I want to talk about this week on the Indie Minute is that RWA was this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Sorg, how was that thing? There was cake! Um, <laughs> there was, actually. Uh, there was cake. Uh, well, I wait, there's some pictures over here, actually, so we'll go check these out. No, they had a pretty cool... Uh, 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 <laughs> They had the. They started off with a celebration for a friend of the show, Ryan Edmonds' uh, championship. You see the balloons. There was cake in the middle, and there it is on his face. Um, I, I but I, I want to mention the biggest news that I know LB is interested in. Uh, the first time I have witnessed Dan Sandwich. Yes, uh, Dan yes. Sandwich. What, 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 have you? Did you watch that Dan match yet, sandwich. sir? Oh, Dan Sandwich. <laughs> for those who don't know uh, uh dan sandwich is like a name that popped up early in like one of our first interviews right with like like i think it's like with uh jason gory was it jason gory yes mm-hmm. I believe so. I believe. um i don't know <laughs> so uh, and so i was i was very excited at that but no really good match they had lodi lodi was the uh guest referee in a championship match between uh, another friend of the show g raver and ryan edmonds um all around a really fun show um um they put a girl through a table it felt very dudley boys uh so hey so props hey there's to seraphini there i know she was uh instagramming uh some pictures of uh, uh how she got sliced up on her arm from that uh table shot uh so uh, uh best with her getting better from that so um but no all around great show uh again it's uh, rwa aggression five and uh keep an eye on out for that on sorgatron media it was a really fun show uh and, and once once again that crowd you know fit, you know does not disappoint uh in their uh interestingness uh i i know i like i like going out there and, and getting that brand of fans so what, what else is up there Eamon? well besides stuff uh great stuff going in pa and like uh sort of mentioned go to storytime to buy that dvd uh there's 
There's stuff going down in the Texas area this weekend. Uh, our good friends at Anarchy Championship Wrestling have their event coming up August 18th for distrust, dismay, and anti-social behavior uh, at the Mohawk in downtown Austin, Texas. Uh, looks like a pretty great card. Uh, the main event, uh, from what it seems, will be for the World Hardcore Championship. Uh, Matthew Palmer defending against Davey Vega. That should be a phenomenal contest. Uh, there's a couple Lone Star Classic qualifying matches that will be happening at that event. Uh, we have the ACW return of Sue Young. Uh, who will be making her return, uh, j uh, Japanese-traveled uh, Sue Young, and the Hooligans, who will also be returning to uh, ACW. Uh, so if you want tickets for that, you can go to uh, anarchychampionshipwrestling.com uh, and go check out uh, some ACW action. Uh, you can see two. Also, you can see two friends of the show uh, facing off. Uh, last week's interview, Ricky Starks is taking on another friend of the show, Gary J. So that should be another fun matchup. Uh, so, yeah, go check them out, anarchychampionshipwrestling.com, and uh, go see some wrestling if you're in the Austin, Texas area. And the next thing that I want to talk about on this week's show uh, was a event that happened this past weekend uh, for uh, Women's Supersize Uncensored. The, uh, they had their annual Uncensored Rumble. This was the first Uncensored Rumble that was held uh, under the new management for WSU since uh, the Drew Cordero, the owner of uh, Beyond Wrestling, took over WSU. Uh, they uh, were streaming live on iPay-Per-View, and from what I heard, the event came out very well. They had a couple of uh, uh, changes to the card, uh, especially with their main event. Uh, uh, one half of that main event, Athena, who was supposed to face Jessica Havoc in a two-out-of-three falls match, uh, apparently injured her rotator cuff uh, at a show uh, before that um, and had to be pulled out of that match and Jessica Havoc was unable to attend due to uh, travel issues uh, but they actually made that uh, show work they sort of you know put some more people uh, gave them a bit more of a chance and rose them up on the card from what I heard it was a great show you can actually currently watch that show uh, still at their uh, at uh, czwipayperview.com which is where they ran the uh, iPayperview from but it will apparently also soon be up on streamwsu.com, which is their streaming website, which is actually very good. I believe it's uh, $9.99 for a subscription there, and you get their entire uh, library, their entire category of uh, stuff from past WSU, including their current stuff. And I, uh, I think that's really great. I love what WSU has been doing under the management of Beyond Wrestling. They're really uh, putting a, a good emphasis on production value. And they're especially also with like getting their content out there and stuff like that for people to see. I think that's great, uh, and I think they have a great product. So I definitely encourage you to go support them. Uh, Women's Supersize and Centered. Uh, go find them, and if you're in the New Jersey area, uh, go to a show and go see some pretty great uh, women's professional wrestling. You said that was streamwsu.com, right? Mm -hmm. Nine ninety nine a month, awesome. and you get all streaming titles. Uh, I love that there's more of this. I love that they're doing this. This is, this is how you're going to do. It. You're not going to the indies. You're not going to win doing twenty dollar DVDs a pop. I know you want the money, mm -hmm. but geez, God, if I can figure out a way to do streaming IWC and RWA, I would freaking do it, man. Um, mm -hmm. This is the way to go. Uh, just, just everybody's got Netflix. Everybody's used to that, right? So right. Awesome. No, I think it's a great. Yeah, I think it's great for them. And uh, Drew Cordero, who runs Beyond Wrestling and WSU, is very smart in that aspect. And I think he's instilled that in WSU. I think it's been great. So definitely be on the lookout for them. Uh, uh, go check out an upcoming show if they have one coming up. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about is that Ring of Honor has an event this weekend on the seventeenth uh, for Manhattan Mayhem Five in Manhattan, New York. 
Uh, looks like a really, really stacked card. Uh, the uh, new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, the American Wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards, defend against the uh, former champions, uh, Red Dragon, which is Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, they lost the belts to uh, Forever Hooligans from New Japan Pro Wrestling. However, uh, in their first defense, the Hooligans lost those belts to the American Wolves. So now it will be Wolves versus Red Dragon for those titles. There will also be a couple matches in the Ring of Honor World uh, Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Uh, New Japan star Carl Anderson takes on Michael Elgin. Uh, Karen Steen versus Roderick Strong. We'll see the Young Bucks taking on Forever Hooligans in a match, which should be very awesome. Uh, so if you're in the Manhattan area and you want to go check them out, uh, I encourage you to go check out Manhattan Mayhem 5. It looks like a great card. And uh, go support Ring of Honor. Go watch uh, them weekly on uh, their uh, CW affiliates and wherever uh, – you can check them out in your local listings. And if you want more information on everything Ring of Honor, you can go to ROHWrestling.com. And that, my friends, is the Indie Minute for this week. I want to make everybody aware, it's not just CW affiliates. It's uh, I know here it's, a, it's my network or my Pittsburgh or whatever uh, it would be. I think sometimes it's Fox. Because it, what it is, it's, it's channels owned by Sinclair Broadcasting. And they can I own see. different stations, uh, affiliates. Uh, uh, from town to town. I uh, really just go to roswrestling.com <laughs> and they have a really good listing there to find out if it is in your area or just plug into your TiVo or TV guide or whatever and, and see if you have Ring of Honor. Uh, it may be listed on R- as ROH Wrestling or Ring of Honor Wrestling depending on where you are too. So keep a, keep a, right. a mind out for that. And otherwise, uh, I do the, they do put the show up like every Thursday, right? After, after it airs? I believe so. I, I I think you have to be like subscribed. To I think you got you have to like thing. get a membership, like a free. You have to sign up for the uh, uh, ringside membership. But it, which it, which the membership thing is actually pretty good. You get a lot of good yeah. selection. On but stuff, no, there's like I a free. Get, there's a free version where you just sign up. But if you pay, you get the show earlier. Plus, you get uh, uh, again more streaming guys. Uh, again, the Netflixification of these indies, uh, which mm-hmm. means you get to experience more of it and not you know really break the bank at it. Uh, so, which is, I, I think is great for all these guys, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so awesome. Thanks. Thank you, Eamon. Thank you, Sorg. The, the indie wrestler fan. Uh, so, uh, we're about to, uh, Hey, we're going to check out a couple of things. Uh, of course we're going to check out the Montreal theory. Uh, it's still going strong. Still, people are still picking it up. People are still speculating over that thing that happened. Oh, uh, some odd 15 years ago now. Right. Uh, but before that, you, we got the app, the Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold app. It's $1.99 on your iPhone and Android app stores, guys. Uh, and we're going to give you a little preview of what kind of craziness happened before, after, in the middle of the show that uh, we put just in that app. And it's got all the stuff you need, uh, connections to the show via Twitter. Uh, uh, if you're drunk, you can hit that call button and you can join us and leave a voice message and we might play it here on the air or just laugh about it and pass it around amongst yourselves but you never know so here's a little bit of gold Montreal theory we'll be back with remember one me sex with the little dragon stop it no five hour energy Bo Jackson don't tempt me I needed to do him (laughs) which is an interesting process by the way Oh, it's the wrong one! Oh no, he's a fucking smurf! What is happening? I have start. Fuck! Black seed? Black seed. Also, thank you for the nice email. Sorry. Perfect. Woo!
On location in Secaucus, New Jersey at WrestleCon, we're getting theories throughout this entire convention. What are their thoughts on the Montreal Screwjob? We're investigating for MontrealTheory.com. I am joined here by the bee's knees, the cat's pajamas, the whole shebang, somebody I've known far, far too long. Age 18, 19? Earlier than that, probably like 17. My God, it's not even legal in Ohio. Okay, we just completely blown your cover. I apologize for that. But we are talking about the Montreal Three with Johnny Gargano, current Dragon Gate USA champion. Give me the whole thing. Open the Freedom Gate champion. Now, you've been there for a long time, and you've been a, a featured player. You've been the, the main franchise star of that company. Yeah. Uh, I won't call you the franchise player, but I would like to know, how many gates have you opened in that company? About 12. 12. I, the, 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 the big number is like 15. I'm, I'm reaching for that number. Is there like a 12 right now? Is there a prize like when you play Let's Make a Deal and Caramel opens the curtain and there's like a llama there? Is there like a, a prize when you open the gate? A dragon actually comes out. A real life dragon. There's like 12 in my house right now. So you don't slay them? No, I keep them. They're my friends. I open the gate to our friendship, basically. I was the dragon's friendship. I always thought they were cats. I don't know. But we're talking we're talking about the Montreal Theory, Montreal Screwjob, November 1997. Could Brett have been in on it? There's been a lot of different theories. Some people think we're onto something big. Some people think we're full of crap. I know you felt both ways about me over our relationship. So do you have a theory about what happened in Montreal? Do I have a theory? Um, you know, I've been in the wrestling business long enough. I've been in the wrestling business since I was eight years old, basically. So I've seen basically everything. And what I've learned in the wrestling business is never believe anything you're told. Never believe anything that's put in front of you. Because you can never tell what's real and what's not real. That's, I mean, that's the beauty of our business, really. Is you can present something and it cannot be real. Or you can present something and it could be real. I mean, you, you never know what could happen. The wrestling business is a very different animal. And when it comes to Montreal, I'm sure there's going to be tons of theories. And this guy's going to think, that and this guy's going to think that and I don't know if we're ever going to truly know the answer to that question. But we can get a lot closer by yeah. checking out the Montreal Theory, MontrealTheory.com Order it now, digital download or DVD Johnny Gargano has his copy. I do, right he here. personally endorses it. You can have yours too. What's your theory? Let us know. Join us on Facebook. Join us on .com. We'll find out. Hey guys, welcome back. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Checking that out with Montreal Theory and, of course, uh, the Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold. We had a little bit of a voicemail miscommunique. I uh, didn't realize that Bo Diggity uh, sent a voicemail. So we're going to, we, we did listen to most of that here on Mayhem Gold. If you want to see our direct reactions to that, uh, go check it out on the app. Uh, in the bonus material, uh, but other than that, we're going to tack that on the end of the show, if I remember, at 3 in the morning here, when I ended this, uh, so look forward to that. So, uh, Dustin out there that emailed, you are not going to be without your Bo Diggity this week. Uh, so, that, that's the right name, right? Did I get that? At least I'm yes. not. Yes! Alright, at least I don't think he's like a Canadian girl like Mad Mike when he first started emailing, okay? So. Yeah. You're still not wrong about that. You're closer to Canada than I am, okay? Uh, but this week, you know, it dawned me. Like, I, I just sat there last night at Raw, and I'm just like, and I tweeted this, and I said, isn't it amazing that this is 2013, and Paul Heyman is still ending a segment on Raw? <laughs> Who would have thunk it, right? Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, of course. So I thought we'd dig back as a storied history through WWE, maybe a little bit of F, ECW, WCW, Polly Dangerously. So I thought maybe, I don't think we've done this yet. I, I got, I'm getting a weird deja vu, but I don't think we really 
Uh, we might have done this when he was all holding up a belt and everything. Uh, we, might, we did it like a year ago. Uh, so tell me, what is your favorite uh, a memorable whatnot Paul Heyman moment? Uh, anybody? Who wants to I got one. Okay. I got one. Um, okay. This was never seen on television. It's kind of a personal moment for Mad Mike. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. It's good. It doesn't involve like much. <laughs> I remember when that happened. Oh, that <laughs> was dirty. Um, but um, I went out drinking in the city on Holy Thursday, like back in 2008, roughly. And um, I was walking home to the subway. And I decided to stop and get some h and bagels because they're delicious and I was drunk. And... Outside of the H and H bagels, there was a huge uh, Range Rover parked Range outside. Range Rover. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if it was a Range Rover. I just want to hear someone say Range Rover. Um, but I was, I walked in to get my bagel, and there were two guys in front of me, waiting for a huge bag of bagels to be delivered. And I saw a nice little bald patch and a ponytail on the back of this guy's head. And he was dressed in a pretty sharp suit. And I looked, and I'm like, that kind of looks like Paul Heyman, like in my head. And he turned around, and it looked like fucking Paul Heyman. So I said to him, I'm like, excuse me, sir, I'm a little drunk, but are you Paul Heyman? And he's like, well, yes, I am! (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much as we would expect, right? Pretty much. And I, I went, like, I horrible because i was so drunk but i marked out like a motherfucker i'm like oh my god i fucking love ecw i was at hardcore heaven night and i went the whole spiel and everything and he's like you know what you're a good man and he turned to the clerk he's like get my buddy here whatever he wants and he paid for my bagel (laughs) (laughs) nice nice he paid for my bagel and he got the picture that Sork just posted. I gotta say. Yeah, by the way, in that picture, you really do look like the drunk one, Mike. <laughs> yeah, no, well, all right. I wasn't going to say this, but now I will. Um, I actually was very drunk in that, but as I was leaving the H&H bagels with my delicious, you see, I'm calling it an extreme bagel, um, I, I saw them sitting in their car in front of the store and there was smoke billowing out and all I could smell is pot. Oh yeah. So, hey, I'm sure. What are you going to do? I got to say that I, that story reflects my my uh, meeting with uh, uh, Rex Seebeck actually. Uh, but anyway, so what about you, Damon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I get, I I haven't had a moment like that, but uh, <laughs> I when I started watching uh, wrestling, obviously I'm very young. Uh, I got to I got to see a lot of the Paul Heyman Brock Lesnar sort of beginning, which was kind of cool. Um, but I do remember uh, when they were bringing back in ECW mm-hmm. as an actual like show, and I remember Paul Heyman like talking me into it. Like the fact the the big the best aspect the best asset of uh, Paul Heyman is his ability to talk anyone into believing anything, and you know that's why he's so good now. That's why the promo last night was so good, um, and I truly believe like this was going to be like the newest like. The, it was going to revolutionize like televised professional wrestling now that they you know were coming back and now they had you know a bit more production and they're going to do all this stuff and I thought it was going to be uh, something very special didn't turn out that way um, but yeah I, I, I remember just 
listening to him talk and just realizing for the first time how convincing that he was and how you know he sort of had that power so that's 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 my biggest memory when it comes to uh paul Heyman. lunchbox well <laughs> i uh, i did enjoy the original run of ecw that is true my personal favorite paul Heyman memory though took place at ecw one night stand 2005 <laughs> it was before they brought back um, ECW as another brand. It just they were just it was one pay per view and they were just doing something special. And Paul Heyman came out in his leather duster like he used to wear, and he got on the mic and he fucking ran down everybody. Uh, specifically, let's see, Eric Bischoff was there, um, but I think he really tore into uh, JBL the most. And uh, it was so cool, and he was he was just like a pig in shit because he was back in his element. He could do what he wanted, say what he wanted, and I, I have just the fondest memories of him and that pay per view. Um, it was just uh, just absolutely tremendous. So, don't forget, he also um, called out Edge for the Matt Hardy thing. Oh uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, uh-huh. that was the best. Uh, you know, my you, you guys, you took all my easy ones. Um, there was Man. a great moment I remember. Wait, you had that experience of mine too, sort? Yeah, there's that too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I told you, but you just change in Rex back, take away the smoke part, and it's more or less the same story. Uh, no bagels, no bagels. Um, so. so. <laughs> So a different story altogether. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I was drunk and I marked down an idiot of myself, and then, then, but nobody bought me bagels. So, uh, anyways, no, no, I, I uh, you know, I, I was late to the party on ECW, as he said, uh, but but knew the history, uh, had picked, you know, seen seen some of the stuff, understood what ECW was, and and seen some of the the marquee matches. Uh, uh, you know, at, at this point. Uh, so when the alliance angle happened, I remember specifically sitting there. It was I wasn't even at home. I think I was visiting uh, my, my my grandparents here in Pittsburgh, and I remember uh, very explicitly like this idea of of uh, I, I can't remember exactly how it all went down. Uh, but there was a few guys that were like. ECW guys, but they were like the Dudleys and and Taz. It was a, it was a WWE versus WCW match. Was it? But well, yes, but but, but, but the guys on the WWE side were mm-hmm. like the Dudleys and exactly. Taz. Exactly. And then they had like Just Incredible. And, right. Uh, then there was a run in of some more like definitely not WWE ECW guys. And they stood off with, with uh, whoever they were teaming up with from the WWE uh, faction. And they just turned around and started beating oh, them. And that, that realization that. that ECW had arrived. And I think at the time Paul Heyman was on the mic, right? Like he, he was, was just commentating. He was commentating and he just like stood up through his. It, it, I think he said, "I told you so," and walked up and picked up the mic and said, "Hey, we're here." And uh, he I, also introduced Stephanie as the new owner of ECW. Exactly, exactly. Well, that was that's where it went downhill from there. But that moment I thought was uh, was pretty tremendous uh, and definitely kind of sticks with me. So I, I mean, and again, like we talked about, like even the last like year or so that he's been around, just walking around with. Um, Punk? 
with Punk in the belt, and, and I think even what he's done for Curse Axel has really raised him up a bit. You know, when he showed up as as uh, Paul Bear. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. oh yeah. Oh my God. I mean, this has been some of the best stuff, and I still go back to that. My favorite era of SmackDown was when he was in charge, and, and even whatever he's involved with, you know, he's infusing whatever evil genius crap that he can do into that. Right? It's real mm-hmm. obvious. Uh, you, you're getting his, him and, and and Punk and their heads together, and, and you're just getting some ridiculously good stuff. The last couple years out of the whole thing uh and i'm really hoping it doesn't end here with uh lesnar and, and punk although it does seem like it's kind of to the the you know come to that head that it needs to right um, i still would love no i would love to see the the like punk defeats lesnar and then paul Heyman signs one more guy the newest paul Heyman guy colt cabana oh that would be so amazing mm. That would be so amazing. Like, I, could, I, could, I could also see them. I could also see them doing that with Hero if Hero wasn't the rumors yeah, of Hero true. being in the doghouse or whatever. That would be that's great. True. That's true. Awesome. But, um, from the chat room, we have uh, Light Kick saying when Paul said the checks in the mail. <laughs> totally she, also knows, she also knows that John Cena bought Paul Heyman a Range Rover for working that booty. Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, come on. I, I, you saw that picture, Paul Heyman. And that ass. I mean, that ass. Uh, Texas Texas Anarchy says Paul versus Missy Hyatt Clash of the Champions Arm Wrestling Challenge. <laughs> and Alexander Carr right. said when uh, the Paul Heyman check bounced. And uh, Wrestle Revolution said the Paulie Dangerous Lear. Let's not. Let's give an honorable mention to any time he walked around with that ridiculously large cell phone in the early 90s. <laughs> I want to. I want to honestly look back at some of the Dangerous Alliance stuff and see. The Dangerous Alliance stuff is really good. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, the stuff he does now, like I can imagine how great of a talker he was back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, guys. Hey, uh, there's something cool I just found. I didn't know this was uh, this was live yet, but uh, you guys know we've been talking the last couple of weeks about the uh, t-shirt shop we got going with Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, well, something's live, guys. It's another shirt by the great Alex Cars. Uh, right there. Good times Yay. at WrestlingMayhemShow.com is a t-shirt. That's pretty fantastic. That is amazing. Uh, Wear it. Wear it out. Go no get it. I want to. I want to get my order. Out. I want to get my order this week, guys. That is amazing. Um, the, the, yeah, the, the, it, I actually got my shirts in this week. Uh, amazingly, I'm not. Well, we wore we wore them all over the weekend at the wrestling shows. Uh, but I got a new, you know, the WMS logo shirt. Uh, there's the uh, Property of Mayhem shirt. I know Riz got one too. Uh, so go uh, go over ProWrestlingTees.com and actually Pro wrestlingtees.com slash WMS and you can see all the uh, merchandise we got going on. Uh, thanks again Alex Cars for, for hooking us up with a couple of new designs here. Uh, it, it's really cool to get a, another head in on this. Uh, and again uh, everything's $19.99 uh, a little more if you're a big kid like me and had to get a 2X. Um, and while you're there, I mean, don't just get our stuff. Uh, uh, go check out all the rest of the stuff there. Uh, Cole Cabana, all the guys we talk about in the Indie Minute, Kevin Steen, uh, those uh, Hashtag Ask Dixie shirts are over there. And why are you that making That's Jesse Sorensen, right? That's Jesse Sorensen's, yes. Uh, and while you're over there, go pick up a Mayhem Show shirt, too. You know, uh, save yourself in shipping while you're doing it, right? Uh, get, get ours first. 
Get, well, no. Get, no, get no, 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 Like, well, I'll throw in that good time shirt. Sure. That's looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, go, please go check that out. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WMS for our store there. And please go browse around and check out all the awesome stuff they got going on i got the bag it's got a cartoon cool cabana on the front of it and everything uh uh when you when you get your stuff uh so that's that's pretty cool uh so so awesome to see like so many people getting on i, I know i've seen some familiar faces from the cleveland and and uh and pittsburgh area starting to pop up on here and really everybody I, I think there's a great opportunity for wrestlers to get involved in uh if you are a wrestler or wrestling personality of some shape or form uh, I, I think it's uh, it's really cool. Um, so with that, let's get into their discussion here uh, 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 for the evening. Um, so raw happened. Raw happened. Uh, oh, I'm like, sorry. Was, I, I have a note a- here. I have a note here. I'm sorry. I apologize. Before we go on, I did have a note uh, that that requires that I toss it to Mad Mike for some uh, community uh, trash talking. Uh, potential in the near future. I know we have some new people in the chat room uh, as of recent weeks, uh, so maybe they would like to know about this. What's going on, Mike? Yes. Well, uh, for the past couple of years, we've been doing a Mayhem Fantasy Football League. Yes. And um, football is coming up soon, so it's about that time where I start pimping the hell out of the Mayhem Fantasy Football. It's free to join. Um there may be a prize involved. I have things that we can give away as prizes. We, you know, there are prizes probably involved. Dude, I got so much stuff here for prizes. I, I got. Wait, no, that's mine. That's actually mine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I got to figure out something really special for the John Cena DVD. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we got we got the prizes, guys. We're, we're okay. working on this. There are prizes involved. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to be, if you. Don't care about football. It's still fun to play mm-hmm. um, because you can talk smack with us. In fact, that was pretty much how I started because I joined the main football league, and that's how I started talking shit with everyone else. You might talk me into coming back here, man. I think I kind of want to still be involved. It's going to be fun. We already have six teams involved. Oh, Sleepy Robot on the chat. Wow. Uh, we do we do too long of a show. Uh, Sleepy ahead. Robot, what's your team for the fantasy? Sleepy <laughs> Robot is a, Sleepy Robot is an awesome team name for Mayhem Fantasy Football, which I have aptly titled Baby Battle Royal this year. Um, <laughs> nice. But if 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 you want to be involved, oh, there was a baby football league. Yes. Uh, Wait, what? You heard? That's shut not up. the noise okay. I thought I'd hear <laughs> for that one. If you want to be involved in Mayhem Fantasy Football, either email us at Good Times, good tweet, us at, tweet us at Mayhem Show, or tweet at me directly at MadMike4883, and I will send you a link to get into the show, uh, to get into the, the Fantasy Football. And that's it. And Foosball is not the devil Vicky Valancourt told me so, Alex Scars. She showed me your boobies, and I like them too. <laughs> Hey, man, you you had something you wanted to say about uh, Raw I, last night. I do I want to say that um, this I thought last night's Raw was one of the better go home shows that I've seen in a while. Okay, like pay per view, especially SummerSlam. SummerSlam is usually a bit lackluster as of recent, um, but I really enjoyed for the most part last night's Raw. The mat- there was a lot of great matches, uh, and all of the promo work I thought was great. Um, 
the shield cut an amazing promo. Dean Ambrose like nailed it with that promo. Like giving giving like their motivation as to why they would hate Rob Van Dam and like putting over the United States Championship as like on the level of like John Cena's WWE Championship. I thought that was great. Um, the John Cena uh, Daniel Bryan promo at, on Miz TV, which was fucking spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like there was, there was. I'll get to that. Um, but, <laughs> like there was tension involved. Like I could, like it was a tense moment. I, and, and you know, John Cena cuts promos, and he cuts some good promos every once in a while, but they're not as always emotion driven. And you know, they were. It was a moment that I was just sitting and watching, and I was sort of enamored with. Um, and then stuff happened. Um, but okay, so last night, Triple H uh, made the announcement that he decided that he was going to be special referee for the John Cena Daniel Bryan match because Brad Maddox was going to be the referee, and Brad Maddox did a fast count on. Daniel Bryan earlier in the night, so they want to keep it impartial because Triple H is more impartial than the referees that they employ, apparently. Um, but I okay, I was watching the show. I wasn't in the hangout. I was actually watching it with friend of the show Biss and uh, his friend Dan. And Dan made an amazing analogy to this, up to the point where like Daniel Bryan cut that promo part of where. He said, you know, in Japan, they have a tradition where, you know, they slap the wrestler as hard as they can across the face. But I'm not going to do that to you because I don't think you're a wrestler. And it was awesome. <laughs> At that point, that promo was like the most perfect pizza you can ever think of. Like the crust is perfect and there's the right amount of cheese on it and the sauce is great and it's just a perfect pizza. Just a great pizza. And then WWE goes, oh, Look at this awesome, awesome pizza. It's like the perfect pizza. You know the one thing that would make this pizza better? Let, let, let's put some Twix on there. Everyone loves Twix. That would go great with this pizza. Just put it right on top there. And it's so accurate because there's no reason why Triple H getting involved in this aids to that match at all. Um, Eamon? Eamon? Being from New York, I consider myself the, the pizza aficionado on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, you should really put, you should really, when using that analogy, indicate that Triple H and Randy Orton coming out are actually things people would not enjoy separately or on a pizza. Well, um, see, feces I, comes to mind. Normally, normally I would say that, Mike, but the minute Triple H comes out and just stands in the ring, everyone starts chanting, Triple H, Triple H, Triple H, and the focus is entirely off of the two guys they, in the ring. They also chant, holy shit. So my feces reference is apt. Oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> Whatever your, your, your pizza topping of choice. There are pizza places that put chocolate and caramel and crunchy and nougat on pizza. Not, not with cheese. Yeah. Well, those. Well, Paul Heyman is probably a big fan of that restaurant. Have you ever seen Ninja Turtles? Uh, don't 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 go there with me. Don't go there with me. Okay, the analogy's not the point. The analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from the analogy. Five minutes. Building up this whole analogy, and then I he's encourage, like, the point. Just I saying encourage, Triple H made it shitty. 
I just want to. I just want to point I, out that all the CCs around town are closed. <laughs> I still have <laughs> that one. That helps open. the analogy, any? No. Yes. But I. I, I yeah, you got to get I, out of Washington to go to CCs. Yeah. And Tim Hortons. I, 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 I ask everyone on the show, what does Triple H bring to the table in this matchup that wasn't there before? Sledgehammers. Yeah, sledgehammers. I, I think he brings as much to this as throwing in Jesse Ventura to a, to a SummerSlam match all those years ago for no reason whatsoever. It's to right. add a little bit more. I don't. I don't think it's. But the a, difference is they're trying I to think... make it even bigger. And what's bigger than throwing in somebody like Triple H? And whether you like him or not, again, everybody has something to say about him. It's and, not, and, it's not and, a matter. It's not a matter of not liking him though. And I know what the match you're referring to. What is it? Mankind, Austin, and, and Taker, or whatever. Triple H. Sort of a base, or Triple H. Sort of a basic feud, you know, maybe built in a couple months, or, or more than that, whatever. This had. It was also. But this, this entire thing, what you saw last night with Cena and, and Brian, yes, it was good by itself, but it was also had this pretense of, of, of the McMahon family kind of battling right. over this situation, too. Obviously, they're going to get involved, and this is that gateway for that to happen. This match is bigger than Brian and Cena. I know they, we just want to see them go at it, but they're not going to do that, guys. I, I agree with with you but there's a way to do that there's a way to do like have the mcmahon have vince interfere in the match or whatever or have triple h interfere and cut off vince or whatever but the focus now isn't on cena and brian the focus is on how is triple h going to play into this um to be fair i think last week the show ended with the focus being on randy orton yeah, and, and that's enjoy, another thing. Enjoy, How many angles do you want on this match? Are you are you mad that we're like, well, we could do this. Well, we could have money in the bank. Well, 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 Triple H could not really like like Daniel Bryan. Well, well, Vince could get involved. Stephanie can get involved. Who knows, right? And that's the thing. And that's what makes you buy the pay per view because you want to see what happens. Because there's about ten different ways this can go. This is how the Attitude Era worked. True. <sighs> True. <laughs> And, and that, by the way, in the chat room, we have a, a number of things that Triple H brings to this match. Um, thank you, Lake Kick TKO and Bobby F. Jaytown. Pedigrees, hammers, being the coolest dude, hex, lone quads, motorhead, H blocks, and sprayed water. And I think all of those are accurate. Yes. Yeah, yes. And, and they're totally necessary in that match. My point <laughs> Look, is. This is. Go ahead, Lunchbox. This is something I said on. Um, on Facebook, and I, I think it's true, uh, completely. Is um, number one. Every now and then, the McMahon's are going to get involved with the main event because they like being on TV. Number two, Triple H is a McMahon with all that implied, and he loves being on TV. So this is—it's just—it's—it's just. I mean, we, how every fucking year the McMahon's get involved one way or the other in a main event. They insert themselves. They like to be on camera and. You know, it, it just happens to be a main event that involves Daniel Bryan this time. Yeah, it, it's not just that though. I think, and that, but also that Cena has contributed so much to this. And like I said, of how you know emotional that promo was, it it's built. The intrigue of that match has already been built. It's already been cemented. It's over John Cena, the corporate dude, versus Daniel Bryan, and I for. 
for a guy that hasn't liked a lot of the recent McMahon stuff, I have loved the way that Vince McMahon and even to a lesser degree Stephanie and Triple H have played into it for the most part as they don't see Daniel Bryan as being the corporate guy. Like they they don't accept him as that. That way he you know he's never going to succeed. I have liked those aspects, but it's to a point where it's not it's not just like I said. If Vince did a run in and tried to prevent Daniel Bryan from winning, that's cool, you know, because that is somewhat interesting. But like this is more than Triple H is more than just a McMahon. I get that he is a McMahon, but. He is also somebody that is still, for the most part, an active wrestler in the fact that he can compete in matches. He has, you know, is someone that they're inserting into feuds, like actual feuds. So now the focus is entirely shifted. And now Triple H can be inserted into something with John Cena or Daniel Bryan or Randy Orton or whatever. When the focus should be on this guy is the corporate guy, this guy is is the young guy that is but, trying to make a name for himself. That's but, Eamon, that's the crazy. point. That's the point. Neither of these guys, in Vince McMahon's mind, is a corporate guy. That's yeah. the whole point. Vince said he doesn't want either of them as champion. He said he wants them both to, to, both to spontaneously combust. I just want to say, I just want to say, I, like, this entire setup uh, worked with Mankind and Stone Cold. Yep. Can, can I say? For the I mean, uh, this is uh, a tried and true method. If you think there's too many moving parts, I I, I don't know what you want out of your wrestling. It's not, it's not that, it's in, not in that there's too many moving parts. It's that they're being so. It, it's that you put so much emphasis on it that the focus gets taken away. I literally think that the reason, and maybe it's just me insinuating stuff, they looked and they thought, and they ignored. I mean, taking away the fact of how many people were excited for this match. They think that match can't main event SummerSlam. There's not enough star power to it. We have to have Triple H to be the star power. No, that's not it. No, no, no that's, that's not, not that's it. Not what's no, happening. No, no. What's I, happening I, right I, now is uh, they want to have this feud between Triple H and uh, Vince McMahon, and they're taking the main event that's got all the eyes on it and trying to shoehorn in it so they can so they'll look at this other thing as well. They want to try and keep the McMahon. Triple H then going into WrestleMania, and this is just another mm. prolonging of how that works. I think it's just yeah, they're I, they're I, piggybacking. I really think this is just they're they're trying to make me. You know, we, we we kind of complained about SummerSlam not really feeling as big as it probably should, and, and I think uh, uh, this is a situation of 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 them trying to make it as big as they can by well, we're going to throw all the names at it, we're going to throw McMahon's at it, we're going to throw Triple H at it, and 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 and, and you know. I, I, I'm not worried about I the see, focus. Uh, I see what you're saying. I, the I focus is still going to be the focus is going to still be for for a good 20 minutes. Two guys in the ring wrestling, no matter what's going on outside. Yep. I understand, but I, I think to a certain degree less is more. But I understand what you're going for. <laughs> not with I, this company. I, but but yeah, Eamon, not, Eamon, mm-hmm. this is an attitude era booked match. It is. It is. It, it is. is. Can, we, can it just be a? Uh, no, just I'm just saying. Like the entire internet says, they want the Attitude Era back. They say they want that. That's very that was from wrestling was amazing. Mm-hmm. This is that. That's very. That's very. To say that the entire internet wants that is not accurate. And let's be okay. honest, it's not okay. like this is going to be the fourths of it. 
It's not like this is going to be the end-all, be-all match between these two. I mean, more often, SummerSlam yeah. starts the fuse than ends them uh, these days. Because, I mean, we do have, like, Hell in the Cells and God knows what whatever Battleground is going to be in a couple months. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's just another pay-per-view on a bigger stage, you know? Um, you know, I, does anybody... Like I was watching the press conference, I'm like, "Why are we doing this?" I don't understand a wrestling press conference these days. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know. Uh, listen, let's break this down. We've talked about this way too long. Uh, uh, let's let's talk <laughs> about something that takes a lot less brain cells, and that's total divas. Um, oh, actually, Sword. Yes. Sword, can I present a controversial opinion on total divas? Yes. Okay. I believe that the beef that Brian and Cena have with each other on Total Divas is more legitimate than the one on Raw. <laughs> no, you could be right. You could be completely no, I'm, right. I'm serious about this. I'm absolutely serious about this. And that's why I said on Facebook, I kind of wish the Bellas were in this feud instead of the McMahon. I also think that John Cena comes off more one-dimensional in person than on, on Total Divas than he does uh, on Raw. Right. No, John Cena on the Raw is the opposite of one-dimensional. Like, in what? him, he's just like, I'm John Cena, and I'm here. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. You know. Uh, oh, you're, well, how, can you, how can you raise a kid in this house in Aberdeen, Washington, that's, you know, a fully functioning house and doesn't have, like, a waterfall that a kid could fall off of? And then, a waterfall. And then, and then Brian, because <laughs> no, Brian started off by saying, why would you buy your lady a Range Rover if you won't want to get her a ring? They have a legitimate feud on Total Divas. In both of these well, again, that's that also because, in both of these that's feuds, because I'm on Total go ahead, go It's because well. on Total Divas, they can argue about things that make sense in the real world. Like like it, why would you buy her a giant car, but you don't want to buy her a ring? It's more you can you can identify it with it more than um, we have a match against each other, and then I I push you against the ropes, and then you bounce off. No, but you I'm know? telling you, the way the way you link that's them, why it, the, the way you link them is the the only reason that John Cena picked Daniel Bryan is because Brie asked him to as a favor to her sister, or or Nikki Nikki asked Cena to as a favor to her sister. Like, if you link that in, and everything Cena said about Daniel Bryan has been 100% bullshit, and he thinks Daniel Bryan is just a good worker who would never be a main eventer, that's how you link them together. That is the fucking feud. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. I had a question. Um, I wasn't in the Hangout Mondays, and, and I wasn't also part of the, uh, the after show that you can check out on uh, YouTube.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. So you guys didn't like that Lesnar promo. I had no, I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, I, I I really didn't. It was because uh, I think there's it, it feels like every time we put somebody in one of those promos like Lesnar or Ryback, who notoriously don't talk, and and we say, oh, they're scripted. I. Or, or, I don't yeah, think I don't talking? think it's a problem. With ECW, cover up your weaknesses and flaunt your good points, right? No, no, that even, works perfectly. Yeah, not even the not even the scripted parts of them reading off cue cards or anything. The thing is, as from what Brad Lesnar's character is, that's how he's supposed to talk. Yeah, yeah. He, his gimmick is that he is a meathead. He's not even a and gimmick. I think that's just him. Eloquent. 
He's just an ass kicker, you know? TNA should take a cue from that and realize that MMA guys are not supposed to have live mics. Yeah, we, we were talking last night about that, I think, actually, on the wrap. Is, is the wrap-up where you got this, this idea from? I think we talked about yeah. there, right? Uh, I didn't. I wasn't on the record. Really, so really, the MMA. Uh, I remember watching like one one of his UFC fights and and, and the build up for that, and they had these packages, you know, kind of like what we saw there on on SmackDown and, and last night. Uh, and I remember him outshining everybody there as far as like on camera talking about the match. Right mm-hmm. now, he's in WWE, land of the giants, land of everybody can talk. Maybe he doesn't look as good as CM Punk, but, but it's instance. convincing because that's his character. Yeah, I, he seems that, like a real freaking person. So, so yeah, know, yeah. If you I don't want, think, if you want him to say something complicated, then yeah, have Paul Heyman say, say, it for say him. something stupid, Paul. Exactly. Yeah, but if you want him to just be like, I'm gonna kick Punk's ass because I don't like Punk, then he's I'm not supposed to be like skinny. I'm gonna kick Punk's ass and I got Paul Heyman in my corner. Yeah, it's but no, I think that's I think that's his <laughs> character. I think that's why that promo is successful because he's supposed to sound like the meathead dude from high school that isn't intellectual whatsoever. Alright, alright. Uh all right guys let's wrap it up here uh let me know what you learned from wrestling this week let's start with you uh mr lb i learned that um usa does not give a fuck when raw ends usa (laughs) after 11 o'clock 11 o'clock rolls around and then uh paul Heyman comes out and then brock lesnar comes out and then they show a promo yeah. Like a video promo, and then they cut a promo for a while, and then CM Punk comes out and beats the crap out of everybody. <laughs> Why fucking bother? Why fucking bother? My DVR cut out before the Heyman segment even started, I think. You just add another hour to your DVR when it comes to this, man. Yeah, what, fuck it. Why not? What about Why you? not? Let's let's just let's let's advertise that it's gonna end at eleven, but actually end it at twelve. Why not? <laughs> Hey, if Who it needs to watch me? Show Stockings? <laughs> you know, you know, so Show Stockings has been on for like 15 years, dude. Shut the fuck up. Rhonda Shear gets pissed off when her when the Raw overrun. How about some? How about how about messing that Lafem Nikita man? Lafem Nikita. Mm. Yes, sir. How about some packed blue with sable on it in a women's prison? What? I don't know what that is. I don't know what any is of you guys are talking about. Pacific blue. Oh, ah. Pacific Blue! Yeah. Oh, wow! Wow, you're bringing I'm back street. the uh, the USA. Hey, hey, guys, Renegade, what's up, Lorenzo Lamas? Uh, Matt, Mike, what'd you learn from uh, WWE wrestling and or the USA Network's characters this week? I learned two things. One, I learned that AJ gives the most adorable self fist bumps ever. Oh, I love when she's awkward. No, I put I put the gift in the chat room. Um, I also learned that um, Tyson Kidd is not a man because he does not want to have sex with Natalia. What? <laughs> that, that was on the preview for Total Divas. Oh, oh and Total Divas fucking lied because they promised us drunk falling down Bellas, and we didn't get drunk falling down Bellas. Try a last minute edit, man. All right, last minute edit. We got That's a weird thing that whole edit. show seems like a last minute edit. It does, doesn't it? Hey, Evan, what did <laughs> you, you learn from the wrestling type promotions this week? 
uh, specifically WWE, uh, I learned, and I literally learned from uh, Raw <laughs> last night, that this whole Christian thing, is this the same thing that happened when Edge left? Like, to the point where he's feuding with the same person? Eamon, I think you figuratively learned that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Grammar slam, bitches. Yeah, yeah it was, slam. It's, it's literally like the same feud minus a ladder. I, I learned that I can watch CM Punk talking for 20 minutes about various grammar issues uh, twice. Because <laughs> I watched it again with my wife. Uh, uh, but no, other than that, no, I learned. Um, yeah, that's what I learned. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's uh, good. From the chat room, like Kick TKO learned that it's totally cool to sweep up broken glass and bare feet. What? Thank you, Naomi, for being a fucking idiot. Um, thank, thank you, Jimmy Uso, for breaking that glass. Mm. All right. Yeah, well, that's all right. First of all, it's John Uso. It's John. Yeah. All right. The Wrestling Revolution learned that the WMS show now talks more about a reality show on E than wrestling. How about that? Aren't they the same thing? Uh, Alex Carr has learned that silk stockings hasn't been on in 15 years. That's still uh, that's still more wrestling than uh, we we used to talk about when we first started. That is true. Jessica, get back in the fucking freezer. Um, Bobby learned. Not that, you, Jessica. Uh, yeah, not you, Jessica. Another Jessica. <laughs> Bobby J. Tumblr, that Randy Orton is the devil once again, and that Natalia is so good she can go to the middle of the ring, raise her arm. Realize she hasn't won yet, and goes back to put AJ in the sharpshooter. What the fuck was also, that? Also, Rangerova! And uh, Hot Wheels learned that he went to wrestling and a church sermon broke out. That did happen. That did happen. I witnessed that one. Uh, was Reverend Diva on there? No, 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 no. Oh, oh also, one last there. thing. One last thing I learned. Friend of the show, Sarah Del Rey, gives absolutely no fucks about JoJo. She gives no fucks. About what? No fucks about JoJo. Oh. She gives no She no took fucks. one bump and got a concussion, and she gave her a look like, bitch, get the fuck up. <laughs> you realize, you realize awesome. how many, do you realize how many she, concussions she got in Japan by people, like, legit knocking her out? You know how you many concussions she got in Japan just by crossing the street for a bagel? Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, uh, thank you yeah, for tuning in. in thank you, everybody, that joined us here live at live.sorgatronmedia.com and justin.tv. Uh, uh, drop us a line, wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Good times. At WrestlingMayhemShow.com uh, 412-206-WMS0 We're on Facebook, Google+, YouTube, Blip TV, Roku, Stitcher uh, The Twitter is at Mayhem Show Anyway, you want to get a hold of us and check out our Twitters That we've had on the screen most of the night here uh, We're going to try to get this fixed so we get everybody out of that hangout uh, All smushed together and weirdly I, I, hey, it worked. At least the conversation flowed. Uh, so we'll fix up some things around here. But help us out. Buy the app. Buy the shirts. Check out our sponsor. That helps us buy things that don't break when I'm not looking. Um, so go check that out. Uh, thanks a lot again to the chat room. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, audience. Mayhem out.
it is dull. Fucking diggity. Let me bring you some quick rock thoughts before I get into the real reason I'm called. One, that Brian and uh, Cena promo was fucking crazy awesome. Dear Triple H, Ray York, give you away the fuck out. We don't need any of that bullshit. Next, the Shield promo made me want a Kool-Aid man wall. Because believe in the fucking Shield because they're going to fucking gang rape everybody. That was awesome promo. And uh, good for 99 Hard. Uh... Winning the wrestling match, even though the ref popped out. Anyway, here's the reason I called. I was listening back two weeks ago. Wrestle fan, and everybody talking about uh, the emergence of Daniel Bryan as a thing, and how kind of like uh, Ring of Honor has slowly but surely worked its way in. It got me thinking. Started breaking down the roster. To sort specific point on this, we were talking about the, uh, talking about bringing back the Bret Hart Shawn Michaels era where it was smaller guys doing things. Then I got to think, who are the big dudes on the WWE roster? Big Show, Ray Cully, Mark Henry, Ryback. You could maybe throw in Vinny Lines in and kind of sort of throw in Brock Lesnar. I kind of sort of want Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar only comes out the case. It's not like a regular member of the roster there at the He's there, you know, for special occasion. Special occasion for players. Um... So, that's how I'm thinking. You really only have very few, like, huge dudes. Even and Sheamus can kind of fit in there. Randy Orton, for a lean now. It's not as much a steroid basic company. And then, even look at the title picture for SmackDown. I thought Brutal Real versus Christian. With Damian Sandow as the money in the bank. Like, that's your main event title picture on SmackDown. Those are three not huge dudes. Um, the main event title picture on Raw, Cena, Brian, Norton, three, two not huge dudes, and one only kind of sort of big dude. And it's kind of awesome. Everybody else is generally the same size. You have a more, I don't want to say realistic, but like a more plausible match. Like I could see this match actually being a legit, you know, thing that happens in the street. Like if each of that got a real fight in the street. I could probably get a guess as to who would win, but I couldn't really tell you with certainty. Versus Big Show versus anybody's following Big Show, that shit ends quick. Mark Henry, I'm, I piss my pants right now. Uh, and that's the sort of thing. They're more plausible than that. And I think that's what makes it better. That's what makes people want to tune in and actually watch the wrestling, because you know that there's something that may or may not happen. The more unpredictable things are, the more you You can suck my balls, Google Voice! Cut me off. I'll cut you off with my nine. Crap. Anyway, uh, it just brings back a more plausible match, which is nice. So, uh, yeah, I was going to end it, and Google Voice ended it for me. You get thrown off, thrown off. Big, big old diggity feeds the people. I don't try to like, play this shit off on the side. No, I feed the people. I give them what they need. The bold F diggity F is for uh 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 shit. F is for flat seed. It goes in the study. I'm an old man, the hip start. Fuck. Also thank you for the nice email, sir. Perfect. Woo! 